What's up, beautiful people? It's your girl, Hershey Sunday, and I'm back with the scoop. Welcome back. Welcome back. I am so glad to have you here. How are you doing? What's going on? Hope you are well. How is your mama? Okay. Um, how was your week? Okay. Did you do anything positive? Was there anything kind of difficult to get through? Have you been drinking your water? The clinkle clackle of this water and this uh, aluminum straw <laughs> or metal straw lets you know that I have water in my cup. Um, I hope you have water in your cup and you are well hydrated. Um, so how was your week? Did you have a good one? Let me tell you about mine. Mine was pretty decent. Um, cannot complain. Um, got some work done. Uh, what else happened? What else happened? Had some meetings, you know. Uh, let's see. I went to go see the new Ant-Man and the Wasp and the Cauldron of Fire and <laughs> Destiny's Child Fulfilled. Like, whatever the title of that movie, Quantumania, is, I went to go see that. And we'll get on that a little bit later in the scoop. Um, so, yeah, I had a pretty good week, and I can't complain. You know, I hope yours was going well, and, uh, yeah, it was pretty decent. Um, another week working out. I think we have discussed it and uh, talked about it. I did four uh, days this week. I didn't do a full five because honestly, my body hurts. <laughs> it does. It hurts. And I needed some time to rest. I did rest. I feel good. I feel rested. So um, I'm proud of myself, but I got to get at it early in the morning. Um, so, you know, it is what it is. But so far, this will be week four and I am excited about it. I feel good about it. Um and I'm I'm a little proud of myself. Little pats on the back, okay? Pat me on the bike. If you're looking for a delicious beverage that helps with the after effects of a hangover, Anti Elixir is the beverage for you. Not only is it delicious, you can drink it by itself or while you're pre-gaming, but you can mix it in with your alcohol as a cocktail, okay? You could drink it with or without alcohol, and maybe you didn't indulge already, okay? Maybe, maybe you didn't tootsie roll to the bar one too many times. If you're feeling kind of groggy, you can have your Anti Elixir after the fact too okay it's super delicious has a nice ginger lemony taste you will love it you can order your anti-elixir on anti-elixir.com you can order your case or if you prefer you can go to amazon.com to order your anti-elixir uh be sure to leave a review and a comment let them know that hershey sunday sent you anti-elixir the hangover cure and now let's get to our show Today's shout out goes to Chef Nay, owner of her delicious catering company called Giddy's, specializing in Southern cuisine with a twist. This diva of delicious is a dual citizen of both Canada and the U.S. and travels to give people a taste of her art that leaves them indeed feeling giddy inside. You can visit her website, GiddyEats.com. That's G-I-D-D-Y. E-A-T-Z.com and also follow her on TikTok at Chef Nay5 or Giddies G-I-D-D-Y-Z and IG at Giddies Eats. Let her know that Hershey Sunday sent you. 
All right, beautiful people. Now let's get into the scoop. Okay, so we uh, let's pick up where we left off for last Sunday. Now, we all know that last Sunday was Super Bowl Sunday between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Eagles. Now, the Chiefs took home the victory. They won the Super Bowl. Um, Eagles played a good game. Let me tell you something. That was still a good game, okay? Now, did I watch the whole thing? No. <laughs> no, I did not. Honey, I was with my girlfriend. Shout out to Nikki Devereaux, um, friend of the show, friend to me as well. Hey, Nikki Devereaux, girl. How you doing? Um, in my Wendy Williams voice. Um, I was with my girlfriends enjoying our time, honey, holding my nephew, baby Avon, and just kicking with the girls. But um, let's get into the halftime performance. Now, Rihanna comes on. We are all excited. We're all hyped, right? She looks stunning, as she always does. I mean, after all, Honey, this is Rihanna. All right. Um, she's going to bring it. Face card never declines. Um, she starts um, kind of standing and posing. And then, you know, it's a little rub to the belly a little bit. And we all kind of like, oh, you know, okay, okay. Everybody don't snap back ASAP. <laughs> no, no pun intended. Y'all, y'all think what I did. Um, and sometimes it takes a little bit of time. But then we looking at her and she going through her routine with her... Um, you know, dancers, and we like, baby, that looked like a fresh bump. That looks like a fresh bump. So, obviously, we're all asking the questions like, is she pregnant again? Is she, you know, is this what's going on? The choreography um, was tame on her end. So, it looked like she was, you know, doing things safely. And so, it's like, now, is Rianta pregnant again? And guess I said Rianta with a T. Is Rianta pregnant again? You know, um, by the end of the performance, she went through all of her hits. She teased the intro to birthday cake. So disappointed because I really wanted like, oh, that just would have been just chef's kiss if she would have went off and did birthday cake. But she didn't. She teased it. Little intro and then went into another song. Um, And then it was where she was um like on this floating stage high. You know what I'm saying? Just kind of hovering. And, you know, it was it was a, a, a nice illusion. So <laughs> after the performance, it's been confirmed that she is indeed pregnant with her second child, her and um her boyfriend, ASAP Rocky, um, pregnant with their second child. And the fans, the viewers of the halftime show had some mixed reviews. Uh, you had one half that was Team Re, um, she could do no wrong. You have another section that was like, well, we expected more. Uh, we were we expected more choreography. Then you had another section that was like, well, I mean, she this is kind of on brand with what she does as far as like her concerts and her live shows. It's not like she gives us a whole lot of choreography and truthfully I'm gonna be completely transparent was I expecting more yes did I feel it was a little tame maybe a dare I say lackluster a little bit a little bit um but keep in mind too it wasn't confirmed she was pregnant until after the show. I mean, it, it was alluded, but, you know, the confirmation means everything. So after it was confirmed, it made sense. And it was like, okay. And then, you know, people were like, you know, being that high up on stage, that is not easy, which it is not because <laughs> Hershey don't do heights, okay, at all. Um, So it, it with everything being considered, it was on brand for Rihanna. You know, she's not the type of performer that's going to have – a lot of intricate choreography. Um, some people were disappointed. I would have liked to have seen, I think maybe um, 
the dancers do something a little more, you know, spunky, if that's the, even the word for it. But it was good to see her back on stage. Um, always great to see a black woman making, you know, um, waves and, and, you know, being a, in her element and all that. She was able to promote her Fenty. Okay. Um, which I loved and, and, you know, it, it was good. Good for her. Um, I think so people were just expecting a little bit more because they did not know that she was pregnant, obviously. Um, and so we were kind of expecting like, okay, girl, you, you about to hit us with some, you've been, you know, people were, <laughs> the expectations were pretty high and I think it just kind of fizzled. Um, with that being said, but you know, it, it was decent, but how did you feel about the halftime show? I know we kind of, we, you know, after it, like I said, um, when I had brought you to show last Sunday, we were, it was right before the Super Bowl. but, um, how did you feel about the halftime show? Um, was it memorable? I wouldn't say so. Um, good to see her though. You know, uh, beautiful gowns, great gowns, love Rihanna down. Um, what wasn't memorable, but you know, she did a good job for what she needed to do. Let's move on to another uh, big debut. Well, I wouldn't even say a big debut. I would just say maybe some attention that's been going on with another um, pop artist. Uh, Chloe Bailey has been making headlines with her most recent collab choice, that being of a Mr. Christopher Maurice Brown. Um, and and she's been getting some backlash for working with him. Now, Chloe Bailey has a an album on the way to be released next month. And she just um, had released the first single, um, I want to say maybe a month ago. And then uh, she gave like a, a, you know, IG press release <laughs> snap snapshot of what the second single will be featuring Chris Brown. A lot of people feel a way about this collaboration. Like, how could you? Chris Brown is a colorist. Chris Brown is an abuser. Why are you making fetch happen? Like, why are you working with Chris Brown? Um, some people are like, well, if Rihanna forgave him, like, why can't you? Then some people are like, I, 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 she may have forgiven him, but let's not forget that he had the issues with Karuchi and, and was terrorizing Little Miss Mamas, okay? To, to the effect of she had to get a restraining order on him. He was acting a whole complete fool and um, was cheating on her left and right and, and just with Rihanna, okay? <clears throat> Child, it was just a mess. Um, <laughs> Christopher Brown was doing a lot. Now, as an artist, I like Chris Brown. Okay. I would be um lying to you if I was to be like, oh, I didn't, you know, like his music. I like him. You know, I like his music. But um I, I don't obviously I don't know him personally. Um but I have been hearing the colorist word being thrown around with him a lot. A lot. Now, um there were reports that in London there were a group of young ladies and um, he was there. <clears throat> he was there and they were darker skinned ladies and they were told that they would not be able to enter into his section because they were dark skinned. He did not want black girls, darker skinned black girls in his section. Um, how true that is, you know, it's a he said, she said type of deal, but I've been hearing that circling around a few times. Um as far as him performing with Chloe Bailey, I'm like this. It it gets tricky, right? Um, because you have so many artists that are on bullcrap, okay? 
and without <laughs> stepping on toes and burning bridges, because I still have to work in this industry, there are a lot of artists that have been doing a lot of things and they're still able to move freely and work with people without the... Um, Without the uh, ramification is the word, without the backlash. Okay. It was a lot of rappers, and I'm not going to drop specific names because I don't know if I got to run into these people, but there are rappers who have been allegedly cheating on their spouse with other um, uh, artists. Okay. Openly, uh, physically, mentally, emotionally abusive, verbally abusive, and they go off scot free and they are still highly regarded. You know, nobody has been canceled. You know, um, so it's like, you know, which one is it? Is it one mic or is it Uchiwali? If you, if you read between the lines, you can catch what I'm talking about. Um, you know, you, you, I feel like a lot of people really do pick and choose who they want to be mad at. Now, I don't, I'm not saying, I'm not invalidating anyone's feelings. I'm not saying that, you know, you shouldn't feel uh, a way, but I, I would just say when it comes to working in business, um, that is something that a person has to decide for, for themselves. Um, they have to set the line in the sand of who they want to work with and why. Now, Chris Brown is on everybody's hooks. Okay. When he, when he was on Drake's hooks, I didn't hear this personally. Did you? Cause I didn't hear it when he was, you got a girl, you got a girl. And Little baby in a bed in a Birkin. And, you know, when everybody was screaming that and Tootsie rolling to that song and, and it was real giving, real bopalicious, nobody said anything. I mean, if I'm playing devil's advocate, um, <laughs> nobody said a thing. So, you know, I'm curious to see what the results will be once the song actually comes out. I want to know, like, how people will receive the song. And then, you know, a lot of folks are <clears throat> all in a tizzy with Chloe Bailey because, you know, she has this very sex sexual persona now. Um she she's young. I think she's discovering herself, discovering her body, you know, understanding her appeal. And it, it can come off cringy at times to certain people. So I think people are just kind of like, you know, and it's a color thing. You know, she is of a lighter skin. Um you know, so it's it's kind of like, well, you know, what people are, a lot of people are just displeased with her choice of a collab artist. So, I mean, I'm curious to see what the what the sales will be. But you let me know what you think, too. Um, do you think that they should have collabed? Do you think Chris Brown just needs to permanently be canceled? Now, um, Trey Songs is still out here, Scott Free. I said I wouldn't say no names, but y'all, you know, I don't listen. He's still out here, Scott Free. I mean, you know, it is what it is. And all of the allegations that's been hitting him, you know, he's been able to just kind of tootsie roll and, and, and duck and dodge past that. But y'all let me know what y'all think. Have you heard of the Passport Brothers that's on social media? I think specifically TikTok. If you haven't, let me let me go ahead, sit down with you and tell you who they are <laughs> or who they <laughs> try to be. So these Passport Brothers, and they are usually... Um, most of them have been black men. I've seen other, uh, white men too, but they're the men that the women here in America do not want <laughs> at all. And to counteract that and to shame the women, specifically black women who, um, are not tolerating the disrespect and the, um, misogyny that they love to spew. 
they decided to scurry up their coins, nickels and dimes, buy a passport and go overseas because they believe that the women over there are trained to be wives and trained to be um, respectable and submissive and this, that and the third and all of this stuff. Right. Right. Okay. Although I, I have not seen and, and correct me if I'm wrong, I've not seen any one of these men go over there, <clears throat> excuse me, go over there, marry one of the women, bring them back and provide them a home and, and shelter and, and, and all that stuff. But, you know, <laughs> wolf tickets is all I have to say. Let me get a little sip of water. Hold on a second, honey. I have not seen these men go over there and make an honest woman out of any of these women. It was one man speaking about how um, he has a different girlfriend in each com- in each country. But it's kind of like, okay, so are y'all just looking for women to have sexual relations with, with no seemingly strings attached? Like, it's just sad. And it's like, okay, the problem is still you, boo. Like, you're not, these women ain't marrying you. You're not trying to marry them. Just say what, what it is you really want. You want to be able to tell a woman what to do have sex with them, you know, claim to be doing something foreign and then be able to make your little money stretch a little bit further in a country where the dollar is a little bit more uh, weightier than it is here. Now I'm going to play a clip from one of these passport brothers. Hold on a second. That uh, effed around and found out <laughs> that it ain't just sweet over there. Um, he goes to the Dominican Republic on a spirit flight, not shaming spirit airlines, but I'm just saying on a spirit flight. And well, hold on. Let me let you l- let him tell the story. Just listen. I'm here still in DR. I missed my flight last night. I just got off the phone with spirit. I'm waiting on him to call me back. It's a hundred dollar rescheduled fee. Uh, I basically, I need to, I need a cash app guys. I need a cash app. Try to get this feet together, man. I'm so sick right now. I'm sick as hell. I've been trying to call Kayla because I know she's like in the area. So I've been trying to call her to like set something up to where I can get like some actual money because I'm hungry. I have very little bread left. I maybe got like $15. I'm just calling on the subscribers now to see can I get another hundred to uh to get the rescheduled fee. They try to make me go for a whole other ticket. I can argue with that guy. I don't got them customer service with Spirit for about had to be at least forty five minutes. I'm damn near. I don't know if y'all can hear. I didn't have lost my voice yelling between yelling up here and yelling at customer service. Yeah, man, this trip turned out to be. So bad, yo. <laughs> I took a bad. This trip was so crazy, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so much for true love, <laughs> as my girl Ursula like to say, nigga. <laughs> You took your happy meal tail to the Dominican Republic. 
missed your flight, didn't have a hundred dollars to get on the next one, and now you calling old girl, does the, the so submissive, so loving, so gentile, uh, foreign mommy that you went down there to see, who ain't picking up your phone call because she probably was dang on tired of you anyway. These, I'm, I am just blown. Like y'all are so stupid. And then y'all ain't going over there to make these women lives no better. You literally just want to sit there and be head honcho in someone else's country. Like seriously, get yourselves together. <laughs> now you stuck in DR, hungry and homeless. <laughs> and Kayla is not gonna pick up. Kayla ain't gonna help you. You know who you probably gonna have to call? Your black sister, your black mother, your black auntie, who probably has the money because they go to work every day and ain't spending it on a ninja like you, child. When I tell you it blew, shout out to Tamika for sending me that. Hey, girl, hey. Because when I, t- <laughs> when I tell you I was sitting up there in my bed, rubbing my feet together, cackling. <laughs> cackling. Child, then another one. Hold on, hold on. Get this, get this, y'all. Another one is being sentenced to death over in China. Real stuff because he killed his girlfriend. Now, what's surrounding that? I got to look into it, but it was some jealous rage stuff. So he's going to be killed. He's sentenced to death. Another one, uh, they're trying to get him tossed up out of the DR of the Dominican Republic because he made a statement. He was like basically going to woman and to woman, Woman to woman, like on the beach, right? Um, asking like, oh, you know, well, how long would it take for you to go home with somebody? Say like you meet him at the club. Basically, you know, a little sneaky linkish, right? Uh, one night stand. And she was like, I mean, you know, I'm not a prude. I guess it just depends on the vibe or whatever. Like an answer that most modern women would be like, well, I mean, if we hitting it off, I, mean, I guess. And he was basically like, yeah, y'all need to just come to, you know, come, get your passports basically and so the folks of that country peeped his account and what he's talking about and then he got on there with some ig press release apologies talking about some well they misinterpreted what i said because of the language barrier like sir (laughs) they speak many languages okay and they probably cussed you out in every last one of them get up out their country with that mess that how you sit up there and, and they will still refuse to believe that the problem is them you just sat there and got cussed out in America. You run to the Dominican Republic where don't nobody know you, but you have caused such an outrage that people want you out of their country. And yet you still don't see that you are the problem. I don't understand it. I truly don't. Like it's a disappointment. It truly is. Like it, it really, really is. But um, I'm curious to see if he ever makes it back home. I hope he doesn't. I hope you got to sit up there and, and sift through the sands to look for loose change for your next coconut. Because you don't deserve it, okay? Just stupid. Moving on, let's get into the newest Marvel movie release. Um, Ant-Man and the Wasp and the uh, Quantum Universe or Quantum Realm, Quantum, whatever. Um, <laughs> I went to go see the uh, movie yesterday. So I love the special effects. I'm a Marvel girl, okay? I love comic books. Um, and I'm a Marvel girl. Nothing against DC Comics. Don't don't come for me, but I love Marvel. Um, I love the storytelling behind it. I love the effects. Um, I would say, without spoiling it, because a lot of people still haven't seen it, overall, uh, Paul Rudd's acting, um, always cute, quirky, enjoyed him. Um, I enjoyed Michelle Pfeiffer's part. I feel like she 
did well with her part. Um, the daughter got on my nerves, but you know, it is what it is. You know, I, I always have an issue with these overly mouthy kids and they want to like do everything and not listen to nobody. And then when, you know, the bottom falls out, now you just appalled that, you know, your plan didn't work. Like it, it gets, it irks, irks my nerves, but you know, it is what it is. Um, Michael Douglas did great. Of course, he's a legend too. Um, Overall, it was a cute movie. It was cute. I would say a 7.5 out of 10. I would give it that. Um, And this was the introduction of Kang the Conqueror in the movie. Now, let me just say this. (laughs) If you are tired of listening to me talk about Jonathan Majors, you could go ahead and fast forward, child. Um, (laughs) Okay, you, you can skip this part. But he is so demanding and commanding on screen. Like, you get lost in in him. He is very much a great actor, a great method act, actor. Um, the scenes were very realistic. He has a chilling type of calmness to him that is very um, intimidating without him having to be um, loud, which to me is a little bit more scary. Um, and then can we just talk about... This man is so fine to me. Like, listen, I, I know he listens to podcasts. Jonathan, if you ever come to Chicago, if you ever come back to Chicago, because you was here a few years ago, but I was, you know, stupid. Um, if you ever come bike, <laughs> I want to interview with you. Like, we need to chat it up. We need to to talk and converse and, and all of that stuff. Um, he did an amazing job. I want to see the movie about Kang. Like I need his origin story on, on screen. I need, I need this. I feel like the movie, though it was good. It was mostly his movie because whenever he entered the screen, <clears throat> he stole the show. Like your attention went to him. He did an amazing job. Um, we can also talk about his uh, Vogue. And I believe it was, um, was it Vogue? And was it Variety too? I think it was just Vogue. Hold on, I, I'm gonna tell you in just a minute. Um, Vogue cover. I think it was that he um, had made an appearance. Um, I think it was no Vanity Fair. Okay, I knew it was would it be this man. First, it was Ebony. Nah, it, he was on Vogue too. Vogue Vanity Fair. This man is. Good. <sighs> I'm I'm going to save you the details of all the things I think about him, but I'll just end it with saying this. This man is super talented, a force to be reckoned with, very much handsome. And I think it's the confidence that gets the women going, truthfully. It's been a minute since we've seen this type of, you know, this type of confidence. I remember seeing in Denzel Washington, um, Chadwick Boseman, who else? Travante Rose has that type of confidence. Um, Yahya Mateen Abdul II has that type of confidence. It's a certain type of uh, masculine dominance that, um, you know, they possess. And it's sexy and alluring. And it's like, you know, when we got the passport brothers out here just tootsie rolling and, and acting a dang fool, it's refreshing to see a man be a man. Okay. Also, um, he did a, the cover with Ebony. There was some backlash because they were talking about the feminization of him. And, you know, I feel like when you're 
an actor, when you're an artist, model, the lines do blur with femininity and masculinity. I don't think that that is, I mean, it's a job. Ultimately, it's a job. Um, if I am on a photo shoot and you see me maybe more um, in more masculine dominant clothing, that has nothing to do with my personal life. I may even like it. There are some things that I do like and I could be, um, you know, more masculine acting or more like um, dominant, depending on what I need to do or get done or whatever. Does it mean that <clears throat> my sexuality displays that? Those are two totally separate things. And I think with art um, people, especially with black folks, we are so, we're watched and we're so, we're critiqued a lot more heavily, um, especially regarding our sexuality. So I, you know, I just felt like at the end of the day, it's literally a, a form of expression. And I feel like, you know, it's people have the option to say, no, I'm sure if he felt uncomfortable with it, he would have, he don't strike me as a man that's just going to do what he don't want to do. You know, um, seems very commanded on screen. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and get off that topic. But yes, baby, go ahead and see Ant-Man and the quantum yada, 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 Jonathan Majors. Go ahead and see that. Because <laughs> it was actually, it was a cute movie. It was a pretty good movie. Creed uh, 3 is coming out next month. I'm looking forward to that. Okay, Michael B. Jordan. I will say this from the clips I've seen of Creed 3, Michael B. Jordan directed the mess out of that movie. It it is just a different angle, a different eye. He put his all into it. From what I'm seeing so far, I'm really enjoying it. Um, not for the obvious reasons, because my man, my man, my man, but the um directing cut, um, the intensity of the hits, you know, it's like isolated. I really love that. So I'm looking forward to Creed 3 as well. Now, lastly on the scoop, we have uh, Love and Locked Up. Now, I didn't talk about Love and Locked Up last uh, week. Uh, quick recap. So basically, Mike and... Um, I'm about to call her Mike and Janet. That is not her name. Mike and Justine are pregnant. Um, she told her mother... Now, here's my thing. Okay, you claimed to Mike like oh she got it out of me but girl you alluded to you being pregnant and she clocked you on it and you confirmed it like she didn't come with that out of thin air that was all you I felt like she's being a bit manipulative if I'm being completely honest and I love them together I really do I like them together um but I feel like just saying girl you doing a lot um, and it's kind of like you're making fun of the fact that nan and nan and now I'm having a baby. You can't do it. It's childish. It's childish. Um, so that happened, um, you know, um, and, and on this upcoming episode that had premiered on Friday, um, they told the kids, they told his mother, his mother wants a paternity test because she got that done with his other kids. Uh, basically like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know y'all done just got married, but can I do a paternity test? I will say this about Mike. Mike don't play when it comes to his wife. Now, they may get into it because of how Justine acts and everything like that. But I will say that Mike stands up for his wife. So shout out to Mike for that. Um, and shout out to Justine for, you know, holding her husband down and supporting him. Because, uh, you know, the in-law thing, baby. It could be a pickle. It really could be. Like it's it's not easy. Um, and they had had that uh you know kind of verbal altercation a few episodes ago that they both still ain't over. So 
Um, I like that he's willing to stand up for his wife. And he straight up told his mom, like, you being disrespectful, who do you think you are insinuating that? Like, no. So it was good to see, you know, like stand up for your, stand up for your boo. Like that's, you know, that's your wife. Stand up for, some men don't, some women don't stand up, you know, for their mates. Let's just, let's, let's, you know, support each other, have each other's back. So Travis and Ashley, um, oh, by the way, this was like the season finale. Um, Travis and Ashley, they're the couple that are homeless pretty much and went to go live with his mother. And his mother was like, Hey, y'all shouldn't get married right away. Y'all moving too fast. Um, so they move in. Um, then she has a pregnancy scare because she hadn't had her period in three weeks. They go take a pregnancy test. She's not pregnant, but child, you know, they, having money problems and at the end of um it all he was basically like i don't know what's gonna happen i'm just you know holding back my feelings on her because she didn't really tell me all of the money situation or was really honest about her money situation now do i think that he was just with her for the money i kind of do i don't think it was necessarily sincere on his part i think he was in a situation to where she was doing for him and he enjoyed it and he needed the help. And so he, you know, was sticking with it. But like when it came down to it and she couldn't afford it anymore and they went broke, you know, things just can't kind of went awry. Child, tell me why the end of it, you know how they do like the recap. Tell me why at the end of it, um, they broke up and she had to move out. So they went through all of that hell and high water and still ended up breaking up, which I kind of figured because I couldn't see them staying together. It was just, it was just weird. Um, Nathan and Skylar, I'm the least interested in this relationship there. Um, he was going to propose to her, but decided to hold back. Cause you know, his friends and her friends was like, y'all need to chill. Like y'all don't know each other like that. Y'all need time to be together and know, you know, get to know each other. Y'all need to chill for a moment. So he, he had the ring. They went to this Halloween haunted house trail or whatever, um, but decided to hold off on it and just kind of wait and think about it more. Eris and Cameron. So after Cameron wakes up for being blacked out, pretty much Eris is pissed. Um, her flight leaves. She gets ready to go. Um, he goes downstairs cause she's waiting in the lobby and he's like, you know, what's going on? Like, why, you know, where's my ring? He doesn't remember anything. And basically they, you know, have conversation like he's like, well, you know, listen, I already have a parole officer. I'm not about to be paroled by you this that and the third and she's like well you're a husband now you need to get it together um all of that all of that so they end up making up she goes back to florida i don't see them working either i don't i really do not see them working like um i hope that he slows down i just don't see them being compatible um but you know maybe something will happen to where i'm proved wrong (laughs) um I know we haven't talked about Gabby and Chris, uh, Christopher, um, child, he's in jail for domestic violence. (laughs) Not not funny, but it's one of those, like, y'all should never been together. And she's out here, you know, kind of just doing her bopping around, making a name for herself on the internet. I saw some of her, um, pics on IG. It was like, she's more so trying to be an IG model and, you know, get in where she fit in. So, um, then I heard allegedly they weren't even legally married. So I don't know what happened with that, but yeah child they ain't, they ain't together no more um monique and Derek. so monique and Derek had planned this barbecue to invite 
his family, basically his side, his father's side, his mother's side with his siblings and all. And they were going to have a barbecue, talk to Monique, you know, a woo 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 section. Right. Right. So um, his mother's side of the family, which consists of his sisters and, and, you know, brothers didn't show up. He's calling. Nobody picks up. But his father's side shows up and uh, his father, his aunt and his um, big mama shows up and they have, you know, a barbecue talk and everything like that. And um, three hours later, they're getting ready to leave uh, Monique and Derek. And then his sister shows up um, and basically is like trying to stop them from leaving and just being dramatic, you know, very much dramatic, very much trying to make it all about her. And he was, uh, Derek was like, just, just go, like, just leave. Monique is, I don't, I don't, you know, with the slow tongue talking, Derek, I can't do, like, I just want to be like, girl, okay, pick your tongue up and speak to this man. All of this slow bopping with your tongue now. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for all that. And, you know, his sister, his other sister gets out the car. It's just a mess. She's uh, driving and he's basically, basically like, go ahead and just go. Like all this pulling to the side, I guess the producer had called and she's like, well, no. And then they ended up getting into it. Wasn't even their argument, but you know, you know how, okay. Okay. You know how it is when you in the car with your man. Okay. Or your woman. Okay. Um, And it's not even your argument, but the fact that I'm irritated by your family or my family is irritating me now is now our irritation because I didn't even want to Jeff with them like that for real, for real. And here they go. And I don't, you know, it was one of them. Okay. And so they end up arguing, cussing each other out. <laughs> she was like, I'll whoop yo, you know what? And I'm like, Derek, you better stand down, baby. <laughs> okay. That's Creed foe. So like they get into it in the car and um, he basically gets out the car, gets him an Uber back to the hotel. And then she goes, I guess, and gets her stuff and then goes back to Chicago. So basically the show ended with they had broken up or not broken up, but they weren't really together. She was in Chicago. He was, you know, obviously still in Ohio. She's still checking his phone. She calls him and asks him where he is. He's like, oh, I'm at such and such place. And she's like, no, you're not. And she's on FaceTime and <laughs> he's on a seemingly double date now the woman wasn't shown but oh before i get to that before i get to that she finds out that he was cheating with the um parole not the the po or the co one of the, one of the officers because the officer reached out to monique and sent that girl all sorts of screenshots and pictures and, and video footage and and his birth certificate and social security card. baby he, she dropped a whole bag of dimes okay the march of dimes on Derek. <laughs> and so he got caught up well anyway fast forward to what i was talking about monique calls his phone on facetime and he took a minute to pick up and she's like scan the room so they in a restaurant it was his homeboy his homeboy's girl and Derek. and then she's like well who who's eating that plate of food you know with that thick tongue who's eating that plate of food next to you like who is like basically like i'm not stupid who is she like you y'all on a double date and <laughs> It's one of those, like, she was like, you know, he going to be trying to come back and it'll be up to me to decide whether I take him back or not. Oh, child. 
this is the type of stuff that makes me pause on getting in a relationship. As much as I would love to be, you know, somebody's, you know, peace and, you know, frustration on a day-to-day basis, like, this is that that type of stuff that I do not have time for. Y'all play too much with people's emotions. Um, and that's men and women, okay? Y'all, y'all do too much. So it kind of ended with uh her um going out with her cousin or sister or whatever, and I guess uh saying like in the credits or whatever, it's saying like he's trying to win her back. So, you know, we we shall see, honey. We shall see. They they'll get back together. Now, I mean, I know they're still together because they be posting pictures and stuff on Instagram, but honey, <laughs> it's just I am just appalled at the stupidity from some of these folks and, and how folks are acting. Like, everything's on camera is going to come out. So if you are creeping and, and dipping and dabbling and seeing what's happening, it's going to come out. So anyway, honey, that's the scoop. <laughs> that is indeed the scoop. All right, loved ones, thank you so much for tuning in. Now, we don't have an anonymous letter or a question, but if you do want to send one in, you can send one in at thescoophs at gmail.com. Put in anonymous letter or anonymous question. I would read it anonymously and we can talk about it. Okay. Um, I want to thank you all for tuning in. Don't forget to like, share, follow, and comment for more content. I am Hershey Sunday across the board. Y'all, I'm getting my Twitter up too. So if you're on Twitter, now I'm late to the Twitter game. I'm not going to hold you. Been on Twitter a long time, but I'm not an active, avid Twitter or tweeter. Is that what it's called? Anyway. Um, I'm getting my Twitter game up. So if you're on Twitter, follow me. Hershey Sunday. Check me out. Um, I am verified on there. Okay. Shout out to that. Um, but um, again, Hershey Sunday on uh, all social media platforms. I want to thank you again for tuning in. Um, and as always, I'm Hershey Sunday and I'm back with the